0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Unkempt Heroes. Thank you for joining us and for taking time out of your day to meet yet another amazing individual from around the world, just another ordinary person that does extraordinary things in the lives of others. I'm Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally honored, as always, to sit along beside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today?
1: I am doing great. You know, except for the fifty mile an hour wind, that's good. life <laughs> oh, is grand or it they say it I'm doing good. What is it they say it's not if the wind
0: is blowing, it's what the wind is blowing. That is exactly right. At fifty miles an hour, I think you do have to pay attention to that sometimes. Well, so here we are. Thank you. you're in
1: excuse me, we have all kinds of random stuff blow into our yard.
0: Oh, I bet you do, living out in the country the way you do. I bet that's no joke. I know animals seem to blow into your yard from time to time. So I bet you do get treasures. So let me ask you this. Here we are, your house, and the wind is blowing 50 miles an hour, and I'm at mine, and it can't decide if it's cloudy or windy or not or spring or winter. And we're visiting with an amazing soul from the U.K., all from the comfort of our living room, not in that. What does that do? for you? What about doing do your soul and to your aspirations and your just outlook?
1: You know, it gives me the opportunity to gain wisdom from somebody that I might not otherwise come across, right? right. The odds of her and I running into each other at a cafe are pretty slim, right? So <laughs> it is a, a blessing for me.
0: It so is for me, too. I just feel honored to get to travel the world and not be involved in all the conflicts of the airlines and all the things that are out there, and still, I get to travel around the world and meet amazing people. And like you said, people that in my normal, everyday life, I probably would never have the chance to encounter. So honored and blessed as well. Let's get this show on the road today. We have a lady joining us all the way from the UK. So may we introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Janice Green. How are you?
2: I'm good, thank you. And it is, like you were just saying, like the technology nowadays is absolutely amazing. Like I am so grateful for it because I'm able to connect with people all around the world. It's
0: just amazing. It's just been so much fun. Um, (laughs) Technology is not always my best friend, but I have learned to navigate it better than I did in the past. So how about you kick us off, Shanice? Tell us who is Shanice. What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you?
2: So my name is Shanice Green, and yes, I am from the UK. I hope you can all understand me okay. Um, I am a transformational and empowerment mindset coach and also a disability advocate. Um, and my the reason I decided to become a coach is basically, you know, after a life full of brain surgeries and spinal surgeries, I just knew there had to be more to life, you know, more to my life. And there had to be a reason why God gave this part, this life path to me. And I am extremely grateful that he did, because if not, I wouldn't be the person I am today.
0: Amen, Janice, for seeing the blessing in the place that you stand. So tell us about the program that you offer.
2: So I offer a few different things. I offer one-to-one mindset coaching, but I also offer... um, little courses that you can just do in your own time coming from someone who <coughs> has chronic pain
0: Sorry, sorry say that again no go ahead I'm sorry my dog
2: barked huh. oh okay and um, yeah so I also offer
0: courses um around
2: mindset and also becoming more mindful becoming becoming more present you know um but the reason I decided to do that was because I know coming from a person who is who has chronic illnesses and chronic pain that I cannot work or go through things in life just when someone books it in, if that makes sense. So I, the reason I started doing courses is because they can do it in their own time whenever they feel that they can physically do it. And I feel that it helped me on my journey right at the beginning.
0: Mm. Very good. It, sometimes it's a great idea to put out what you experience. You know? Yeah, it's sometimes, definitely. Sometimes it's so hard because we, we look at and we tend to ask ourselves, why, right, why is this happening to me? Why, did it, why, why Why? is this happening to me? We never, I won't say never, it's hard to come around to a place where you go, so this is happening for me because. Well, and oh, then, definitely.
1: I yeah, totally uh, agree like, with
0: uh-huh.
2: you. I, I wasn't ahead, always that person. I wasn't always that person, you know. And it's taken time for me to be able to get to the place where I am today. And I'm very grateful to say that due to my mindset, you know, working on myself has enabled me to be grateful for the obstacles and the things that I've gone through in my life.
0: Well,
1: your struggle will be somebody's survival guide down the road, right? They'll be able to get through it because you did. Well, thank you for saying that. But you
2: know, I do believe it's
1: true, you know,
2: and I also believe, you know, I know that people say that there's always someone out there that's worse than you. But when you are going through the struggle, you're not going to think that way. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you, because someone else is going through it worse. And I think in society I know that I've had a lot of people come to me and say you know well I haven't got it as bad as you so I shouldn't be complaining and that's completely wrong you know you are we are all individual and I know if you give me maybe I don't know an earache or a toothache I'm like a complete baby you know <laughs> But if you give me my normal pain, that's fine for me. So if you're not used to it, then why should you not feel that it's affecting you? It's
0: a good question.
1: So on the line of the, the people that have come alongside you on your journey is there a a definition that you have developed for the word hero? And if so, which one of those people fits that for you? I think
2: everyone's amazing. Um, but to me, the word hero, if you just said to me, what, how would I define the word hero? I would definitely say that it's about the people that inspire you and give you that driving force behind you to become better. You know, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It can be the person that lives next door to you, you know, or around the corner from you. It doesn't have to be a celebrity that inspires you. It could be any one of us. And to me, that is what a hero is.
0: You know, I love the definitions that we get for the word hero. We've asked this question now almost 300 times, and the answers are so genuine, right? Out out of that many, we've had, what, Cassie, maybe three or four actually identify someone that you would consider a icon, right? A a social big person, a a famous sports figure, a famous business figure, someone in that realm, like four or five out of 300. And the rest have really identified everyday people that have come alongside them in their lives and taught them something or left them something extraordinary to take them to that next place. So thank you for continuing that consensus. It's beautiful to hear.
2: Thank you. No, it really does mean a lot. And, you know, so for example, my hero, my my absolute hero. I've actually got hero tattooed on me. And my hero is my granddad. He was my absolute hero. He still is. He's not around anymore. He's not on this earth anymore. But he went through chronic pain. And he was a single dad. And he brought my mum up absolutely amazingly on his own. And he's my hero. Because to me, I, yes, I went through surgeries from the age of seven um which wasn't easy you know but seeing my granny in pain and him still pushing and still going through life it just inspired Mm. me to carry on fighting and to never give up
0: Mm. that's beautiful and again so many times our heroes have been grandmas granddad's mom's dad's brothers Sunday school teachers um the ordinary that taught you something extraordinary. Beautiful. So, through these journeys, through the courses that you teach, the people that you meet, the encounters that you have from your granddad, what's a life lesson you'd like the opportunity to teach everyone? It's one thing now. Okay,
2: so I had to think about this, you know, because there's so many life lessons that I can that has helped shape me into the person that I am today, you know. When I say that people sometimes believe that your life just starts when you are born and then that is just it, you know. I had, I was born, that was right at the beginning. You know, at the age of six, having, being told, like, my parents being told that if I did not have this brain surgery when I was seven, I wouldn't be here today. That was like another bath, you know, that I had to go through, another huge obstacle that I had to go through. And then at 10, becoming in a wheelchair, that was a whole different way of life, you know. So my life lesson was a little bit like to just define one, was a little bit tricky for me. But I would definitely say that I have learned that we all deserve happiness and we are all enough, and it doesn't matter our ability. Our our ability does not define who we are. It's what creates us. It's what makes us,
0: the person we are today. Mm, I love that. I love that it makes us who we are today. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. I was gonna say I I absolutely agree. Right? I, you know, the things that you go through, shape who you are. And if you love who you are, then. It was worth. It. So I think that's beautiful. So let me ask you one more question. If you had a one liner of advice to give to the world as your statement, what would it be? See, this is pretty easy for me because I say this
2: near enough, probably about five times a day, and I believe it to be true, that nobody is perfect, but you are perfectly yourself. Nobody can do you better than you,
0: wow, I love nobody can do you better than you.
1: yeah, you are you. that's your superpower. I totally mm.
2: agree, and you know as human beings, you know we don't we don't see that, do we. But, And we, I don't know, we end up sometimes, you know, comparing in a wrong way rather than just looking at other people's lives and just saying, oh, my gosh, their life's amazing. I'm going to aspire to that. There's also people that end up having imposter syndrome and end up dwelling on what they don't have and what someone else has. But we don't want someone else's life. We want our own life. You know, I don't want someone else's car. I want my own car. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Perfect sense. Perfect sense. I think uh, the saying I see repeatedly all the time is at one point, you've got to quit wishing for the life or looking for the life you wish you had and living the life you have. I love that. Um, I love that too. It's just a good reminder, you know, instead of wishing it was this way or that way, what do you got right now that you're not holding on to or or improving or bolstering or supporting or encouraging, right? What's in your life right now that you're missing? Waiting on something to be better. Mm -hmm. Beautiful question. I agree.
2: And do you know... This is why I believe that we should be teaching our children this as well. You know, I teach my children this every day, and they know absolutely how amazing they are. And maybe, yeah, some other people may look at it as, you know, if you say to my daughter, you know, are you gorgeous? She's like, yeah, I am. I'm amazing. They both do the affirmations every single morning, and they will say how amazing they are and how they're going to go and smash the day. And I'm, I'm sure other people will look in and just think, you know, well, they're going to end up having like an ego problem. Or it's not that. It's not that. It's about having belief in yourself and knowing that you are enough. And we should be teaching our children that from a young
1: age as well. I truly believe that.
0: Dido, Cathy, how you. about you come in on that one?
1: I was gonna say I do the same thing with my kids. All right, we do that every day. I'm amazing, I'm perfect, I'm smart, I'm brave, I'm strong, I am enough. Because it is important that they believe that and that they know that. And for I mean, for reference my kids are eight, six and four. And we've been doing it for quite some time, so I think that's very important. I think more people should do that. I talk about that being right. That's your that's your echo chamber, right? That's I want that to be the voice that they hear in the back of their head when they're faced with an obstacle. Is I'm strong. I'm brave. I'm amazing. I am enough, right? I don't want them to hear things like, you know, well, why would you do that or don't do it that way or I don't want them to hear that, right? I want their echo chamber to be full of positive affirmations because that's what builds self-esteem. Definitely. I, I
2: totally, 100% agree. And, you know, there is going to be times, and there has been times when, you know, I've said to my children, right, okay, give me three, tell me three things you're grateful for and give me five affirmations. And sometimes, you know, they might not want to do it, you know, but I know that's going to help them in later life. And by the time they're older and they do get obstacles in their way, that I would hope that they would believe in themselves and be grateful for what they do have in life, not what they don't have.
0: Amen. I love hearing that. I love As a grandparent, it does my heart and my confidence in the future. If that makes any sense, Uh, a sense of peace to hear parents talk about raising their children in this positive, shining, affirmative light. Um, Right. I mean, one day I'm I'm going to retire, and by the time I get out of college, right, I'm going to be that old lady in the corner. So they're going to take care of me, and be my bankers and lawyers and doctors. And I want them to have a positive outlook on life. And and see the bright side and and have ideas and be inventive and be creative and imagine new things. And so to hear parents talk about raising their children in that positive affirmation, um, it's a beautiful thing to hear. So thank you both. Thank you both for raising our generation in that.
2: And, and, you know, hopefully there is if we do this, you know, and if there's more people out there that help inspire their children to be grateful and to look at life in a more positive way, then hopefully, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years' time, we'll be living in a much better place with amazing, positive people who are who believe in their self, you know, because mental health is a huge thing. And I, I would want my children to inspire others and help shape other people into believing in themselves and knowing that they are enough because there is going to be so many obstacles in our children's ways like we have had and if they can get through them obstacles, then we've done our job correctly, I think.
0: At least the best that you can do at it, right? Mm. Well, maybe you ladies should get together and start a positive affirmation movement, right? It just takes a squeaky wheel to start a movement. So maybe you all could start that and just begin to encourage parents all over the world to start those days of those positive affirmations. How much change might that make?
1: Right now, I think a, a decent reminder for parents is that your greatest contribution to the world may not necessarily be something you do, but someone that you raise. Amen.
0: So, oh, I love, I love that. I love that. I love that. I do too. <laughs> That's really cool. I'm going to have to wrap that with a bumper sticker. <laughs> I like it. I've had a whole page of notes, ladies. You guys have both been very inspiring. Uh, I'm sorry that we're at this place where we're going to have to find a place to wind down. I could keep having this conversation. I've so enjoyed our time with you. Thank you, Shanice, for sharing your time with us and your wisdom. Um, I wish you continued health in, in your journey, and may your days just get brighter. Um, I'm honored that you shared your time with us. I hope our audience gleans some hope and really takes to heart what a positive affirmations. Surrendering all of our children, just the world at large, might look like for a minute. Kathy, how would you, what's our final
1: message you would like to leave with our audience today? You know, uh, we've been talking about the power of positive affirmations and children, right? But they're good for grown-ups, too. Uh, it. You know it might feel ridiculous, but how long has it been since you've stood and looked at yourself in the mirror and said, "I'm brave, I'm strong, I'm powerful I'm smart, I'm enough mm. I love that, and that's what I do in one of my
2: courses you know I help I help people to be able to create their own affirmations because someone someone when someone else does their affirmations might not resonate with you so i believe you should be able to create your own affirmations that resonate with yourself you know and you will feel that amazing bubbly feeling inside it's, it's, it's amazing like i i i love positivity and i love I truly believe we're going to live in a better world we are if we all just become more positive and believe in ourselves and know that we are all enough and we are all amazing and we deserve happiness.